This article originally appeared on AlienHeart.com on August 22nd, 2022. If you would like to support my work, you can visit Patreon.com backslash AeolianHeart. Hello, this is Rachel from Aeolian Heart Astrology, and welcome to 2022's Virgo Season Forecast. I want to begin by sharing a quote from Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, who said, A man sees in the world what he carries in his heart. Now, Virgo season begins on August 22nd, when the sun leaves its place of rulership in Leo and turns its attention towards a much more humble journey through the mutable earth sign of Virgo. The blazing light of the higher self that erupted in Leo season now settles in your heart as the flame of conscience. As the raw power of the sun's fire takes root in the earth, everything begins to come into fruition in the northern hemisphere. The triumph of the sun's generosity is witnessed in the abundance of fruit and flowers that will continue to flourish from now until harvest season. In Virgo, the light becomes majestic as you see the blazing hot yellow deepening into amber. And this brings a blush to the bright palette of summer. You watch the green figs darkening into sensuous purple, and the pomegranates start blazing into that glossy red. Now the mood of Virgo season is romantic and melancholy. Touched by exquisite beauty, and burdened by a little too much wisdom. Virgo knows that all this ripeness and color are ephemeral. And like all good things, this glorious summer will fade away very soon. In Virgo season, the mysteries of matter are explored. This brings knowledge of the eternal spirit that governs all creation and inspires reverence for the inevitable rhythms of bloom and decay, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. But life without death is like spring without winter. There can be no genuine love or appreciation for one without the other. And as such, the Virgin sees in time-lapse foreseeing how rapidly the golden summer will darken into winter, and she sees how even the most beloved flowers, children, and romantic ideals will one day wither and die. Thus, it's the Virgin's duty to welcome the climax of summer, and to say farewell to it. As the equinox approaches, she must hold the abundance of the earth without clinging And this is why the wisdom of the Virgin urges you to quiet down a little and use your time more wisely. Goethe said, nothing is worth more than this day. Now Virgo is the Latin name for virgin. And in the ancient definition, a virgin was a priestess who embodied the wisdom of the earth. Virgins were whole unto themselves and lived to understand the language of nature. Virgins served as vessels of divine order, messengers of uncorrupted wisdom. This is why the planet Mercury finds rulership and exaltation in this sign, for it is a place of translation between spirit and matter, human and divine. 
The echo of the ancient virgins can be felt in all those born under this sign, who light up like the sun when you ask them for advice, and who seem to have an uncanny sense of rhythm, proportion, grammar, and harmony. Now, whether you were born under this sign or not, when the sun is in Virgo, you can embody more of the ancient virgin's attributes. The flourishing earth speaks loudly at this time of year through every subtle vibration and all the fractal patterns of creation. But the virgin's gaze is also diagnostic, burdened by the responsibility to find flaws, correct mistakes, and uncover the root cause of disease. In the virgin's mind, life is a process of purification and refinement. And this is why those born under this sign have a reputation for being so picky and critical. But the real archetypal purpose of Virgo is to create health and well-being, weaving human needs and natural forces together with grace and elegance. Only Virgo will do the meticulous work of sorting the good seeds from the bad seeds to ensure the health of next year's harvest. And this is why Virgo is the sign that is often associated with alchemy and medicine, because both coax the healing powers from the earth. Most popular astrology recommends that you focus on your health during Virgo. And while cleaning your house and improving your diet are very important, it's just as necessary to cleanse your mind of fruitless distractions, negative thoughts, and ideological poisons. In Virgo season, the healing starts from within your heart, and words are the very first medicine. As within, the power of your word is the light of the Logos, imbued with the power to bless and create. The light shines from a clear conscience and is dimmed by cognitive dissonance. In the remainder of 2022, reclaiming the power of your word will be an essential lesson because this season begins with the sun in Virgo squared to Mars in Gemini. And Mercury, the planetary ruler of Virgo, will be turning retrograde. The square from Mars and Virgo is a meditation on the power of your mind to create your perception of reality for good and for ill. As Robert Anton Wilson described in his book Prometheus Rising, what the thinker thinks, the prover proves. Or as Goethe so beautifully said, a man sees in the world what he carries in his heart. As within, so without. So whatever you don't like in the world must be addressed from within your heart first. Hence the great responsibility of Virgo season to follow the light of your own conscience. Now on September 9th, Mercury's station retrograde in Libra will bring a more subconscious level of awareness that will give you the chance to examine your heart and question your assumptions. You can ask, where do these ideas come from? Do I really believe that? Why? What's it worth to me? Mercury's retrograde journey this season will dive into the roots of your cognitive dissonance, uncovering the false assumptions that you carry in your heart. Goethe said, None are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free. Now, cognitive dissonance 
the very thing that dims your light, ultimately arises from dishonesty. When you say one thing but mean another, or when you know something is true and yet you deny it. You've done this many times to be polite, to keep your job, or to manipulate someone. But whatever your reasons, dissonance destroys the power of your word. And the deeper you go, the weaker it becomes. When Mercury stations retrograde in Libra, the pure voice of your conscience will cut through the dissonance. That still, small voice will snap you out of delusions and encourage all kinds of refreshingly honest conversations. Moving forward from a place of greater integrity is what it takes to reclaim the power of your word. So without. In late August of 2022, the news about the world remains cruel and disordered. And as the climate of fear continues to foment the doom of economic collapse and infections, you'll be tempted to make desperate justifications for disordered behavior in hopes of just making it stop. But history reminds us that it's only in this weakened state of mind when totalitarianism can get a foothold, promising the return of order in exchange for your sovereignty. Goethe said, which government is the best? The one that teaches us to govern ourselves. And the spirit of Virgo knows that true sovereignty is the divine gift of the Logos and cannot be truly taken from you. Draw upon the spirit of Virgo to have patience. All broken things need time to heal. The deeper vision of this Virgo season asks you to resist the mental fatigue of bad news and remain conscientious. Your words and prayers are adding threads to the tapestry of the future. So speak of a world that's in harmony with divine order, rather than submitting to the abuse of power. This Virgo season of 2022, the Sun and Venus will trine Uranus and Taurus and Pluto and Capricorn, unearthing deep layers of untapped creative potential. So over the next four weeks, expect a profound experience that will evolve your character, integrity, and philosophical foundation. By mid-September, when the sun trines Pluto, the dark shadow that lurks beneath the desire for perfect order will come out. So start by purifying what's in your heart and allow a more beautiful world to emerge from there. The Legend of Goethe When it comes to searching history for iconic Virgos, it's difficult to choose between so many. Michael Jackson, Marco Polo, Beyonce, Queen Elizabeth I, St. Hildegard, Mary Shelley. But perhaps the greatest Virgo who ever lived was the German romantic Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. I say this because his life was a total embodiment of the spirit of the ancient virgin, a complete devotion to the language of nature and the translation of its wisdom in service to humanity. He said, what a glorious, precious thing is every living organism. Goethe was born on August 28th, 1749, with his son and Venus in Virgo. He blossomed into a genius that made him the most revered figure in all of German literature, something like Shakespeare is to English speakers. 
But he was even more than Shakespeare because not only was Goethe the greatest poet, playwright, and novelist in Germany, he was also a composer, the director of the Royal Theater, and a scientist of world renown. He became a literary celebrity at 26 years old after publishing the novel The Sorrows of Young Werther. This was a tragic tale of unrequited love that took Europe by storm and even found popularity in America. As he matured, Goethe's scientific studies demonstrated his keen mind, which was graced by hermetic insight. And even into his old age, he retained an innocent childlike wonder for everything in creation. He said, one must ask children and birds how cherries and strawberries taste. He was also an alchemist in the traditional sense of the word, deriving his interpretation of nature from within and without. And he published results of his research on light and color, optics, botany, anatomy, and the origins of the earth. With forgoing wisdom, Goethe's philosophy was one of spiritual health and common sense. He had the ability to understand life and how it should be lived. This seems completely foreign in a world where spiritual sickness, such as nihilism, hedonism, and contempt, are legitimized with intellectual respectability. This collective distaste for spiritual health has grown since the early 19th century, especially after the First World War, where T.S. Eliot expressed disdain for Goethe, saying, there's something artificial and even priggish about Goethe's healthiness. Now, the haters in Goethe's time criticized him for not supporting the French Revolution, nor the German nationalist movement that followed. But this only proclaims that he was a man of conscience that didn't allow political madness to corrupt his perceptions. And his voice wasn't for sale to warmongers. Goethe lived a long, healthy life without scandal, dying in 1832 when he was 82 years old. And after a long list of accomplishments, his greatest masterpiece was his version of Faust, which was the supreme expression of his philosophy and his reverence for the sacredness of all life. The Devil and Dr. Faust Two souls live in me, alas, irreconcilable with one another. Now, Faust is an old story that explores the fate of a doctor who sells his soul to the devil. But Goethe's Faust makes you think long and hard about the madness that scientific hubris has unleashed. The Faustian bargain with the devil is the greatest metaphor to relate to the spiritual heart of technocratic culture today. Dr. Faust is the Dionysian shadow that obscures the Apollonian light. The legend reflects the yearning and creative spirit that is gravely afflicted by the tendency to use force to accomplish the will to power. It confronts the spirit of the rapist that lays beneath the industrial and scientific revolutions, one that sees all of nature as something to dominate and control. As it says in Matthew 16.26, What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? The story of Faust begins in a time very much like now, 
in the dark days following a plague. Dr. Faust is in a grim mood, expressing his fear that the medicine he and his father were giving their patients to cure them from plague had done more killing than the plague itself. He says, Thus with hellish medicaments did we rampage much worse than the plague. I gave the poison to thousands myself. His medicine had strayed far from the maxim of Hippocrates, who stated that nature is the cure of all illness. Does Dr. Faust feel truly sorry for his scientific error? Or is it the pain of his ego left unsatisfied? Either way, his cognitive dissonance eventually leads him to sell his soul to the devil. We are never deceived, we deceive ourselves. Faust forsakes his relationship with nature for the devil's power, techni, meaning the ability to manipulate the material world to yield to his desires. He says, the devil is an egotist and does not casually assist another person. There is a price, and because Faust has lost touch with the meaning of life, he agrees to receive the devil's help in acquiring any pleasure or experience he wishes. In exchange, Faust's soul belongs to the devil, who says, Scorn reason and science if you can, the highest powers bestowed on man. Through illusion, let the lying spirit strengthen its hold. Now this is the Faustian bargain, demanding that what is morally good or eternally significant must be sacrificed for the lie of a temporary solution or a fleeting pleasure. The challenge faced in 2022 is that an entire civilization is in a Faustian bind. The devil is in the technocratic philosophy itself, which promises easy answers to complex problems, disregards the notion of all life as being sacred, and avoids the reality of death, like the plague. In Goethe's version of Faust, he escapes the consequences of his deal with the devil through divine grace. It is the Virgin Mary who bestows mercy upon Faust's soul, and a heavenly host of angels brings his spirit to heaven, singing, The eternal feminine draws us on high. Goethe's version of the legend offers that the only way to heal the self-absorption of the technocratic will to power is to return to a deep reverence for nature and embrace the spirit of the divine feminine, which he called the eternal feminine. The eternal feminine is the spirit of nature that the Virgin speaks for, and nature is the cure of all illness. Since Goethe finished Faust in 1832, Nothing has changed about the devilish philosophy of technology, except the ever-growing urgency of his message to find redemption from the hellish bargain and learn a little humility in the face of life and death. This Virgo season, you are wiser than you've ever been, and it's time to unbind yourself from the Faustian bargain, remembering your heart's desire to live a life of truth, love, and purpose. Goethe said, what is important in life is life and not the result of life. Technocratic existence is a hellish, high-speed chase 
in search of satisfaction that can't be found. The purpose of life isn't pleasure or convenience. The wisdom of this Virgo season can be summarized by this resounding universal truth. Love does not dominate. It cultivates. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I wish you the absolute best this upcoming Virgo season. You can support my work by visiting patreon.com backslash Aeolian Heart. Peace out.